Happy birthday, America! Glory to God! The United States of America is 243 years old. Of all of the nations on earth today, we're the oldest. 243 years without a change in government. Isn't that wonderful? This thing works. Now, I'll tell you this. This is the only nation ever created, founded by a people who love God and for the purpose of worshiping Him. A very close friend of of Gloria and mine, Rose Weinert, she was ministering um, and, uh, and, the, and the Lord appeared. She was ministering to a, a women's group. And Jesus appeared to her and said that to her. And he said, now I created Israel because I love them. But the United States was created and founded by a people that love me. And he said, I will never forget it. Then I give you a thrill and people say, well, you know, he's judging. No, I said this yesterday and you think about it. Judgment is just simply a function of seed time and harvest. You keep sowing the same seed and it's going to come back on you good or bad. Some good judgment is good. Amen. All of the judgment of God is merciful. Because if he just let you alone, he, the, the devil would destroy you. Mm-hmm. Amen. But when things start fouling up, instead of just crying and moaning about it, it's, well, judgment's come on me. Well, do something about it, sweetheart. Repent. It's not because God, God's put something on you. It's because you're messing up. And, and receive that. Say, glory to God. Lord, I've missed it here somehow or another. You can't miss it. And you love me and you've given yourself for me. And, and, but I, I'm, I open my heart and mind to receive uh, the, 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 the wisdom. Go to the first chapter of James. This test, temptation, and trial has come on me. I need wisdom about it. But I have to ask in faith, nothing wavering. Yes. Amen. Amen. So I just go back over to Mark 11, 23, 24, and 25 and ask in faith. Glory to God, Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1, 30 is made unto me wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification. That's the time you start smiling right there, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Praise God, because I'm going to believe and laugh my way out of this not cry my way out of it. Because my father sits in the heavens laughing at the devil and everything that he does. So we've been raised up to sit with him in heavenly places. So let's join him in looking down and laughing at the thing the devil's tried to do to destroy me and my family. Because he can't get it done. You and I are not going to let him have it. We're just not going to let him have it. That's all there is to it. Father, thank you today for your word. 
We thank you for this opportunity again to preach this gospel in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I believe that the United States, I believe this for the reasons that I just said, but the Lord ministered to me about this several years ago. And now I've never heard the audible voice of God. Every, every born again believer has the voice of God in them. And that's still small voice, but you have to practice that presence and listen. You have to listen. Now, there is a, a higher degree of it, but it starts with that personal anointing, 1 John chapter 2, that came in you to live when you got born again. You received it of Jesus. And you, you, you haven't finished praying until you listen. You need to be listening. And, and it put your attention here. But now there is that, that place that is stronger than that. I'm blessed to have been separated to the office of the prophet in 1977 by Brother Hagin. And um, there is that, it's stronger, it's stronger voice. And, and it was over in that, in praying for this country, he said, Kenneth, all that you're seeing, all this trouble in the United States, he said, these are birth pangs to the rebirth of this nation. And hard, severe persecution against our president. Well, that's not people. Don't get, don't, don't get mad at the, the people that are just really just cursing him in every way they can. Don't, no, no, no. We're not wrestling with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this world. And in that case, wicked spirits in the heavenlies. Those are the ones that, that just demonize politicians. It's, you can read about it in the 10th chapter of the book of Daniel. So we're at a place. He said this to me. Kenneth, do you think that the founding fathers, George Washington, right on down the line, do you think they had any idea what this country was going to look like in a hundred years? No, it had never been done before. They didn't have any mental concept one way or the other except maybe this is nigh impossible to do. He said now, oh, glory be to God. He said, you have no idea what this country is going to look like once this new birth process is finished. He said it's beyond anything she's ever experienced before. Oh, we're talking about miraculous. We're talking about, we're, we're talking about an awakening in, in, awakening in this nation is going to change everybody in it one way or the other. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, come on. Glory to God. 
Thank you, Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh or after the five physical senses, but after the spirit or after the word. Let me remind you something. The word Christ, it's not Jesus' last name. It is the Greek translation of the Hebrew word Messiah. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in the anointed one and his anointing. As I said, there is a living anointing in us. But then when the Spirit of God, when you got born again, the Spirit of God came on the inside of you to live, go with God. But then when you were baptized with the Holy Spirit and power, that's the Spirit on you to anoint you for life and service. That's really when you step over into the supernatural. And that's really big right there in that verse because it's the anointing. We are the body of Christ. Okay. Anytime you find the word Christ, meditate and translate. Translate and meditate. Is he talking about Jesus himself or is he, or is he referring to the anointing or both? How does that change that sentence? How you look at that? There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in the anointed one and his anointing is in and on you. That's the power to walk not after the flesh. Boy, that's shouting ground right there. That's the power. The baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking with other tongues. That's the power portion. And that's the power to overcome the flesh. Amen. That's where the, that's the bedrock of of anointing power that is used to, to renew the mind. Let's go to the 12th chapter of the book of Romans. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man among you the measure of faith. Glory to God. So you can see that you're transformed. You got born again. Yeah. All things became new. That's your spirit man. Now you got to do something with your mind. Because the mind, whoa. I mean, that, that's, that's where the battleground is. That's where spiritual warfare is, is in the mind. Casting down imaginations and every high thing exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Or what you know, the, the, what you know of God that just is fighting you. You're, you're, you're standing on the word that says, by his stripes you were healed. 
Yeah, but nothing's happening. How do you know nothing's happening? It's just you don't feel anything happening. I had this. It, it startled me when I first heard it. I, I heard the Lord say to me, he said, Kenneth, healing always comes. And I'm thinking about healing services. I'm thinking about prayer lines and people receive and people don't receive. He said, healing always comes. It took me back for a moment. Then he said, it's just not always received. He said, in fact, it's there right now. Because he said, I'm there. I'm there. And it is my will for everybody in that prayer line, saved or unsaved, to be healed. You get the unsaved ones healed and they'll get saved. Amen. Amen. So, oh, I wish I had time to get in there and dig around in that all, but I don't want to get that far away from what we're doing here. It's okay. Now, let's take a look in the fifth chapter of the book of Mark. Now, we're talking about there is now no condemnation to those that are in Christ. And we're talking about the power of God to renew the mind to that place where there's no sin consciousness. So we have to look, we have to look at sin through God's eyes not what we feel like or what men have taught us in religion, but what the Bible says about it. And not one or two verses. I'm talking about out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Well, we're getting a lot more witnesses than two or three here. Mark chapter five. And they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, Immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Now, Ephesians chapter 6. Well, let's turn over there. Hold your place there in Mark 5. I want you to put your eyes on this. And those of you that are, that are watching on the network or online, you, you have your notes there in front of you. Ephesians chapter 6 Thank you Lord verse 12 for we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's the lowest form of demon. Principality, real low level devil. Against powers, that's a, a rank up from, from principality. Against rulers 
of the darkness of this world. Now, those are the ones that possess people. This man was completely, totally demon-possessed. So let's go back over there now. He had an unclean spirit. One demon controlled him. You follow me now? Who had his dwelling among the tombs. No man could bind him, no, not with chains because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. Always, night and day, he was in the, in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself. All right, he never slept. That made him appear to be supernatural to the people around him, they didn't understand anything about devils and demons and so forth. Well, he was supernatural. And he's a cutter. And, hey, any of you out there that watching right now and you've, you've had trouble with that in the past, it's over, sweetheart. It's done. Praise God, you're delivered right now, right this moment from cutting or mutilating your body in any way. Amen. When he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshiped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Now that's the devil talking, using the man's voice. For Jesus said unto him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. So actually what happened, the moment he fell down in front of him, Jesus said, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And the man cried with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with you, Jesus? Or that devil did. All right. And he asked him, what is your name? He answered saying, my name is Legion. There's the principalities and powers. Thousands of them. Thousands and thousands of them. Interacting with that one that possessed him. And it's just in and out of his body and his mind and his spirit. And he's, he's, he's a madman. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding and all the devils besought him. Now, the people heard the man say what he said, but they didn't hear this. Only Jesus heard this. Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. Forthwith, Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out, entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea, and there were about 2,000. Now, let's go on down. Verse 16, they that saw it told them how it befell him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. They began to pray him to leave their coast. When he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Jesus suffered him not to said unto him, go to your friends and tell them how great thing the Lord has done for thee and has had compassion upon thee. Now that 15th verse, 
They come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil, had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. If there was any man, any time that the devil could have kept him from falling on his face and worshiping Jesus, that would have been the man. And he couldn't stop him. This is before the cross. This is before Jesus whipped him and took from him his authority. He couldn't stop the man from worshiping him. And he delivered him and just like that. He'll deliver you right now just like that. You're delivered from that cutting. You're delivered from that cancer. You're delivered from lung disease. You are delivered right now. Right now by his stripes you were healed. Now take it immediately. Take it like the woman with the issue of blood. It's yours. Just reach out and take it. Glory, 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 glory. Let's just praise God for it right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now can you see, can you see this this man departed and began to publish in Decapolis of the ten cities how great things Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. Can you see this? All of a sudden, the man doesn't have a sin consciousness. All of a sudden, he ain't even remembering all that stuff. And whatever it was, he didn't get that way overnight. And whatever one step at a time got him in that mess, well, Jesus knew all that. God knew all that. He wasn't holding that against the man. He's there to deliver him. He wasn't there to, to curse him. He's there to get him free from all that. Glory to God. Amen. This was one of the things that bothered the Apostle Paul. And I'll, I'll, if the Lord permits, I'll, I'll show it to you um, next week if we get that far to it. But what he had done to Jesus. Because see, when he, Jesus didn't say, why are you persecuting my people, Saul? He said, why are you persecuting me? Because if you've done it to the least of one of these, my brethren, you've done it to me. Now, we need to be very, very cautious and very, very careful about this. Now you come back to judging yourself. You come back to receiving communion. Um, How have you been treating other people? That's Jesus you're talking to. And we'll have to take this up tomorrow. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.